Welcome back to Message in a Bottle, a place to hear the Devar Ruach Elohim, or Word of the Spirit of God. During each episode, we'll listen to prophecy, together we'll judge the prophecy, and collectively we'll respond to that prophecy. We'll also delve into topics around how to learn, listen, test, discern, interpret, and apply prophecy. We're continuing with our discussion on Come Sail Away. We've made it through um, the first five paragraphs, and we're about to embark on the sixth paragraph. In the studio with me today is Steve. Hi, Jeff. And David. Hey, Jeff. So let me start off by reading paragraph six. Ship is still docked. Lots of people wearing colorful clothes and activity on the deck. Scrubbing, repairing, cleaning windows. People pitching in to help repair, clean, and heal. Coming together. The people in the bottom have been brought up, given roles. We have lost some people. I, uh... This is, an, this is another one of the paragraphs. So, um... I kind of feel like some of us are in paragraph four, some in five, and some in six. That's kind of my my feeling of where we are. I would say the, the majority of folks fall into one of these categories. Um, it's interesting to me, right? So paragraph six, first, as I've been meditating and pondering on this, this is... This is a a switch again, right? This is another a, a positive change paragraph. So where it was in paragraphs two and five, small groups of people working hard to keep everything going. Um, this paragraph that that seems to be expanding. Participation, serving one each other is expanding in this paragraph. So that to me is full of hope and optimism. That this is the first paragraph that mentions coming together. This is to me, this paragraph represents the beginning of unity. Um and I also see that we've uh, many of those people that we've talked about in last episode that may be feeling alone or stuck or trapped, right? Those people it's interesting to me, in this case, they have been brought up, comma, given roles. That's very, that's very interesting language to me. Um, yeah, and then I'll, I'll conclude my comments and listen to what you guys have to say with, I remember when we were doing this and we were pulling this all together, this next sentence um, it's a short sentence. It says, we have lost some people, period. Um, I will never forget the feeling and the, the, that came, and it wasn't just it was the entire group of us. It took us, and we paused, right? When that reality that, that some people were going to be lost, um, yeah, there there was a long period of silence after that. I mean, it, it, it almost kind of felt a little bit like heartbreak. So I, I don't, 
I know it's a short sentence and we can read through it quickly, but it, I'm just trying to share with everybody that that was a heavy sentence. And just to be clear, that's when when you guys were zooming and in your thing receiving this, and mm-hmm. that's when that came over. Yeah. Um, and and I think we have to always realize that that in the midst of of battle, there's going to be casualties. Mm. Always going to be casualties. Just because we realize that doesn't necessarily make it easy. Um, matter of fact, I think it's very. It's always one of the most difficult parts about uh, battle or storms or whatever it is that come up are are those that end up as casualties to it. It is a heavy sentence, and it is a loss, and it's a grieving. Um, yeah. yeah. You know, when you do ministry with a certain group of people for so long, and then a certain divide happens and you lose friends and um, people stop and and they disappear but sometimes the reality doesn't hit you until you come back together and you're going to be doing the same thing scrubbing building rebuilding and the brother or sister that was beside you years ago is no Mm. longer there and Mm. it's another shock of reality of a loss um but uh, the encouragement that this has about we're moving forward and we're looking forward, um, I can quickly turn from that sentence and go, I know there's new ones coming. I know that God has those roles to fill, and some of those are going to be from people that are healed, but I do know that the Lord will give us partners to fulfill the mission of the ship and to fulfill the mission of of FOC. Mm -hmm. So, Though we must pause for a second and recognize the memory, um, but we've got to move on. Mm. I'm super encouraged by this. This is the paragraph that starts to flood. It starts the flood of hope for me. This is the one, and then it starts to build subsequently hereafter. right? But this is the first indication of it. So for me, so much of this is where are we currently? I kind of feel like we're four, five, six. And that's the there's – a, there's a little touch of irony here is many of the people that are, that are feeling alone or, or stuck from paragraph four or the ones that are working so hard in paragraph five, paragraph six is pretty much the next sentence says – People are pitching in and repair and clean and healing and people are coming together. It's right there. It's so close. So close, right? And the, the, the prophet in me wants to pull everybody forward into paragraph six and say, it's right here. That healing that you're seeking, it's right here. That coming together, that, that repair that you're looking for, that not to be alone it's right here, the very next section. Come with me into section six. I really want to do that. But at the same time, I also... Uh, you, you already did. What? You already prophesied for them to come into section yeah, yeah, six. I, I know, but... <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you guys think that's so funny. Yeah, but, but. The, the point that I'm trying to make, though, is I don't want to... I don't... 
I don't want to. I don't want somebody to be pulled out of four if it's not time yet for them. Then say it, come with us together, mm-hmm. because that's six. Mm-hmm. Bring your depression, bring your loneliness, bring your fear. We'll walk with you. Come with us into section six. I like that. Bring it along. Bring it along. Just get unstuck. Come yeah. on out from underneath there. Yeah. And we're coming Bring together. it up. Nice. I like that. I'm going to read paragraph seven. Realization that the ship is like an ark. We have been gathered for safety. The Lord on the mothership is preparing us to set sail. We will receive the messages we need beforehand. There's a map of the world with lines taking us to specific destinations across the Atlantic. So to clarify, we are now talking about an ark, and the ship is taken on a different dimension. Mm-hmm. Uh, the challenges uh, with getting all these prophecies at one time has been, uh, how do you interpret it? So Jeff and in prayer with the Holy Spirit have done a prophetic timing, and this is part of the gathering, and this is part of the launching. Uh, so we have a reference to the mothership. It is like an ark. And it's preparing us, and the smaller ships are the ministries of folks that will be sent out from FOC. I think you ought to go ahead and read 8, too, because it it really ties together. together. Okay. So paragraph 8 says, The mothership has recharged us to go out on mission, feeding the masses with miracles in store and full provision for us. We are in the healing process turned towards the hearts, relationships, and perspectives that need repair. More people are involved in harmony with a sense of purpose becoming clearer. And this just fits so well with the vision that we've had, you know, for years, that uh, that God had called us to be, quote, a healing church, <laughs> you know, and sometimes you look at that and go, really? But yeah, yeah. Um, there's been a lot of good stuff that's happened in spite of, you know, the dark clouds that we've gone through and the storms we've gone through. There's been a lot of good things that have taken place. Um, but it, but it also, part of that vision was that we would send teams out across the world, basically, into nations Mm -hmm. that are equipped and filled with the Holy Spirit and moving in the gifts of the Spirit and so forth and so on, fivefold ministry, et cetera. And so, you know, that's just an, another way of, in, to me, encouraging that, uh, encouraging us. It's, it, it, it's, it almost goes back to Habakkuk chapter 2 where he tells him to write down the vision, you know, and get ready to run with it. But wait. You know, there's a specific time for you to run with this thing. Mm-hmm. And and so God gave it to us a long, long time ago. We wrote it down, but he had, he, he didn't tell us to run with it yet, really. You know, mm-hmm. there, there's – and maybe this is that time that we will be able to run with it. That we'll see that uh, uh, unfolding, unleashing anointing that just is powerful – um, that I yearn for and long for. Now, it talks about 
mission. It talks about feeding masses. Yeah. It talks about miracles in store and full provision for yeah. us. I mean, uh, I'll be honest with you, that t- takes me to loaves and fishes, mm-hmm. right? Where mm-hmm. they had what they had, and we have what we have. But he can he can multiply that. He can make it exponential, and then he can make it so much so that there's so much leftovers that we, I mean, that's grace. That is grace. So I'm actually excited to see not just the miracles, but the the overwhelming grace. Yes, that that's what I'm excited for because that overwhelming grace is what saturates everything. That's to me what's going to be instigating the healing process because that's the next sentence, right? So it's from that that all of a sudden now healing process, hearts, relationships, perspectives, what needs to get repaired, that grace starts to flood into those sections too. Mm. This is the shift from the rebuild to a healthy current season. We haven't gone into the next season as much as we've been prepared. We now have anticipation. We now have expectation. And we do know that the Lord is going to equip us. Uh, So this current season, uh, even though we say the next season the ship is hope victorious, um, we know that this hope has been solidified um, from previous um, sections that Jeff referenced the first evidence of hope. Mm. But this is a manifested presence of hope, but we still haven't launched yet. So come on board while we're still dry docked. And we're about ready to set sail. Mm-hmm. And all of this is available to you. Well, that's a prophetic word. It's available to you. Come join us. Uh, because uh, this is, to me, the area that uh, you, you want to catch this train. You want to you catch this movement. But we haven't left the stall yet, but the whistle's been blown. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. I've come to the conclusion that, and this is just my personal sense, that some of us are in this paragraph, right? Not everybody. So between four and eight seems to be where people, I'm I'm sensing people are. So it's kind of interesting to me. At first, my first thought was we all need to be in the same paragraph. But I'm not so sure about that anymore. I think we're going to find that different people are in different paragraphs, um, which is which is neat, right? So we got to, for those that are still in paragraph four, that's okay. And just as much as it's okay that somebody's maybe out in paragraph eight, right? I think that's okay too. Um, but I guess the ones that are in four need to realize that the ones that are in eight are not necessarily ahead of them, right? They may be in a in paragraph eight already, but I don't think that it means that the people in four aren't also going to experience five, six, and seven. I guess is what I'm saying is I think it's a it's kind of a collective community, and whenever you're dealing corporately like this. Yeah, the the chances are that everybody's in the exact same place at the exact same time seems pretty rare to me. That does not mean that we're not in unity, though. Correct. Right? So I guess that 
that leads us to a conversation about unity of purpose, um, where I think we're in agreement with the purpose doesn't necessarily mean we're all in the same spot. Exactly. And, and you know, I think that people that maybe are in, in those places like three, four, what, you know, uh, that, that maybe feel somewhat stuck still and so forth, mm-hmm. that they not despair, um, but just keep, keep turning their eyes to, to Jesus. Yep. I think one of the worst things we can do is look at one another. I mean, even, even in a, there's a place in second Corinthians 10 that talks about, um, you know, you're looking at how others are doing whatever it is. And you're, you're kind of looking over yourself Mm-hmm. That you know, no, no. Just look at what God wants to do in you, and and really don't depend on. Be careful about depending on some person to help you escape. Sure, there are people there that God will use to to minister to you, but it's God that's going to do that. It's God that ultimately is going to set you free. It's God that ultimately is going to bring you into another place with him and and you know some people are some people are just there they they didn't maybe go through the depth of wounding and and heartache that you did you know and so they they were able to to just skip right along and and they're doing great who knows they may one day but they didn't and so you know don't despair of what God is going to, because God is going to use whatever it is you're going through. He's going to ultimately use it for His glory. Yeah. So let's let's go and let's talk through what our response is here, right? So we just kind of reviewed paragraph six, paragraph seven, and paragraph eight. Um. So I think paragraph six, th- there is some response, right? I mean. First off, I guess what we see is people wearing colorful clothes and activity on deck, right? So they're scrubbing, repairing, cleaning. People start to pitch in, right? So I guess there's part of a response is um, if you see a if you see a need, um, volunteer, engage, right? Help out, pitch in. Um, you don't need to be imperfect. You don't need to be perfect. To be a participant. Right. Right. So that's one potential response. I I also see um I see another response here where it says the people on the bottom have been brought up and given roles. So I see where there are people who have trust bonds with these people that are in the and the lower levels. Because yeah, we there's this bringing them up. And so there should be a motivation or a heart in those people to begin to to encourage them to come up, to encourage them to enter into places that they see that they fit into, that they can do something, yeah. Um, yeah. and 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 just allow them to be brought. You know, you're the ones that are that are closest that know them that can that can that can really encourage them in that capacity. I'm also kind of focusing in on, because we, we went there in this episode. We went to paragraph eight. So I think paragraph eight is, to me, 
My response to paragraph eight is to start to, to come into agreement with that and intercede for that and to start to say, yes, Lord, yes, re- you've recharged us. Um, and yes, right, we're feeding in miracles and provision and healing and the grace that I was talking about and hearts and relate. There's so much there that we can be literally praying in agreement with what he's showing us here. Um, and I think it's interesting, and my hunch tells me the more of us that are in this section, in in this time, praying, you're going to see a greater sense of harmony, a greater sense of purpose, and possibly even a greater sense of vision. It's going to be getting clearer as to what that looks like. Um, so to me, that's this is a real interesting place for intercession at this time. I believe that part of our response should be, and I and I've been part of this from decades ago. You pray for a move of God, but a lot of times you don't expect the move of God to move through you. Mm-hmm. So when you're praying for God to do miracles at FOC, you're also praying that God's going to move through you to perform the miracle. God's going to move through you to lay hands on sick people, and they're going to raise up and be well. You're going to lay hands, and somebody's going to become baptized in the Holy Spirit. You're going to uh, lay a hand on somebody, and a demonic is going to come out, and the presence of the Holy Spirit is going in. So as we're responding here and praying for these wonderful things of the power of God, and we're going to do it in relationship of love, I want to love on you and say, as you're praying— You better watch, because God wants to do it through you, Mm because he loves you. Mm -hmm. He wants to show you and demonstrate how wonderful he is to many people, Mm -hmm. and that this response has your partnership involved. So I don't want to say watch what you pray. I want you to expect that it's going to move through you. And, And I totally agree, Steve. I think what we have to realize is, and I have believed this for years, that the move of God that God wants to really pull forth is not going to have anybody's brand or name on it. Yes. It's going to be a move of God's people, laying hands on the sick. And there are going to be times when people just come into your home or they come into the, the they walk into the building, whatever, that they just get healed. Nobody touched them. Nobody did anything. It was Jesus that did it. But he, he is, he's going to use you individually no matter who you are. It, you know, it's not, well, I got to take him to see uh, Steve, right? I take him to see Jeff in order for, no, God is going to use you to do that. And, and it doesn't have to be any kind of specific, well, I got to learn a prayer. No, it's just going to be you simply bringing them before Jesus. I, I've always seen this next move of God to be one of intimacy and moments. Mm-hmm. And I'm in agreement with you guys. It, it's it's not going to have names. It's going to be just so many that there's, yeah, it's just going to be a multitude. It's going to be God. That's whose name is going to be on it. It's going to be God. It's not going to be man's name. It's going to be God's name. Um, but I think it's about intimacy. And intimacy to me means spending time with our loving Heavenly Father, period, right? So that to me 
needs to play into the response too, right? And it doesn't necessarily have to be doing or serving. I know we talked a lot about in the healing process, you know, people up on deck, cleaning, repairing, scrubbing, serving, right? Those are all doings. Um, To me, now we're starting to move into being, right? Being intimate with our Father in heaven. All right, let's let's bless the listeners, huh? Mm-hmm. Father, we just are grateful that uh, the Holy Spirit can speak through us through prophetic words. First, I want to bless these prophesiers in uh, giving them more, Lord, uh, that your blessing of speaking, uh, we can begin to clearly hear and discern it. Uh, I also speak a blessing to those of you that are hearing this, that the presence of the Lord wants to speak through you. And you have prophetic words, you have the words of wisdom, you have the words of knowledge because the Holy Spirit is speaking through you. I want to encourage you in that, and I also want to speak an impartation, that you rise up into the things of the Lord. You mm-hmm. rise up into the things of the Spirit. The Holy Spirit comes up on you. Mm-hmm. So the Holy Spirit is in you, believers, and he's coming up upon you. And all he wants to do is just use your voice. So. Just be encouraged and be blessed in Jesus' name. And I just want to bless each and every one of those listening today with just a, a fresh breath of of God's a fresh breath of God's spirit. That that rock rock is the breath of God. The the that that beautiful breath and. Ruach HaKodesh is that holy breath, the Holy Spirit, blow over you with a new refreshing and flow over and through your spirit and your soul and body and refresh and strengthen and enliven you. I just feel and sense the spirit of our Lord and Savior singing over you Arise, my love. Arise, my love. We sure would appreciate your feedback. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please click like or rate us with five stars. And be sure to leave a comment. If you've not already subscribed, please do that and turn alerts on. That way you'll automatically know when we release our next installment. You have our permission to share this podcast. If you would like a written version of today's episode, you can find a link to our blog 